0: Witchy Witchy and weird Weird Podcast. What up, what up, Witchy and Weird? I am recording two, count them, two episodes today for y'all. The first one is this one. <laughs> and the second one is one of our patron exclusive episodes each month. Patrons, no matter what tier you're in, get two additional episodes, the full-length episodes from me. Um I upload them into the patron coven. And so that episode is going to be about mundane magic, what it is, how I view it, and ways that I love to work with it to maximize my energy, manifestation, all of that stuff, you know, witchcraft practices. Um, But this episode is going to be about a download I received recently that was like, wow, like my mind blew open. (laughs) It was something that I was doing, but I didn't put two and two together. And then I was like, this is really cool. This is really important. Um, so I wanted to share it with you, obviously, right? That's what this podcast is. <laughs> me me getting intuitive downloads and just being like, everyone needs to hear this. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so this episode is going to be human design heavy. So I will have like mini breakdown about human design. I'm not like a human design expert. Um, And I do, I have one this week. I just booked a human design person, but for later in the year. Um, And I plan to have more than one person on anyway. So there will be human design people on the podcast to go more in depth. Um, And it's going to be about intuition. So the main, like the title would be understanding how your intuition works. And this is like A new way that I got the download for for how your intuition works, and then you know, talking about like other ways that we can connect with our intuition um that aren't the traditional ways that most people talk about, right? Um, or not traditional. I gotta stop saying stuff like that that aren't the more popular ways that people because like traditionally, like that's depends on like your culture, right? (laughs) I feel like Um, Or what society you're a part of. But the more popular ones right now are a lot of like new age style stuff and moving past that. So anyways, yes. So going back to the beginning of like kind of where I'm following this thread. I and I do want to say yesterday I was writing notes for this. And if I don't like curate myself myself. I will write notes, like, as if it's, like, a manuscript, like, saying what I would say because I have really strong internal monologue. And I was kind of, like, low energy yesterday, so I did not edit myself. Because usually I'll sit down to write notes, and then I start, like, writing it as if it's a conversation. And I'm, like, just do the bullet points. Like, you know most of the things that you're going to say already. Like, you don't need to take time, spend all this time to write out every word. And I did that anyways. So I have, like, three pages of like no spacing, just blocks of text. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm really excited to go through this. Um, but now I could just read it verbatim off the page if I really wanted to, and I literally write in like jokes and stuff. It's wild. Okay. Anyways, back back to the topic. Um, so the way that I kind of like started in this thread um I want to kind of like have like a little disclaimer of like I've heard the concept of like people talk about this uh more recently like a sacred fuck yes and a sacred no like in your body right I've heard a lot more people talking about it like reframing like our yeses and our no's to be sacred because that makes it easier for us to like listen to them and stand up for ourselves and I think that there's something a little bit limiting about that kind of idea because some people, maybe it's really easy for them to understand what their yes and their no feel like in their body, like intuitively. Like, how can I, how do I know if my intuition is telling me yes? How do I know if my intuition is telling me no? Um, and for me, I see, like intuition, energy, like in your body, they're all connected, or they're all the same at some point, right? So for a lot of people, it's hard to be in their body and to listen to a yes or a no, or to trust a yes or a no. And so I think this idea of like, oh, I just immediately knew in my whole body it was a yes, like that is different, looks different depending depending upon number one, what kind of human design type you are, because everybody's body works differently, right? The majority of the population is a generator or a manifesting generator. And so that does reign true for like a majority of the population, but not for everybody. And so I think that it does exclude people. And the other part of it is like your background. Like for me, so using like my examples, my own life as an example, like I grew up in a space where my desires and my wants were not honored by my parents and by my environment. They were belittled. They were like, I was, I'm like a very like magical, like I have a lot of ideas. I have a lot of things I'm into. And my parental figure was like, be practical. Don't think about this. Don't be in your head. You know. So like a lot of who I naturally am was told like, that's not the way you should be start being like a regular person in society and so if you grow up in a space where it's like traumatizing and if you had like a intense trauma or like long-term type of like verbal abuse like that where your desires and your wants are not honored you can shut out everything right so for me I was really intuitive as a kid and then I learned like because you know as children we just listen to our parental figures because we're vulnerable and we don't know much about the world so i learned like don't listen to that thing that's calling you don't listen to that thing that has ideas don't listen to that thing that excites you you need to be more practical you need to think about things thinking about things is where it's at not the feelings that you get or the ideas that you get and as a society as america in america as a society we kind of do the same thing, right? Like, we tell everybody, like, it's about practical, like, intuition is, like, a lie, or it's, like, you're a scam artist or whatever, and that you need to, like, think things through and all of that stuff, right? Which is wild to me because, like, our, like, stock system is based off of, like, intuitively knowing. Like, you can't track that stuff. Anyways, Um, so I grew up and I shut out those, like, intuitive those natural intuitive responses and I told them like be quiet I don't want to listen to you because one like people were telling me not to listen to them people were telling me my ideas and my feelings were dumb or stupid or impractical and then I also had trauma that like physical trauma and emotional and mental trauma that was like made me feel unsafe in my body so when my body would speak up intuitively I would be like I'm not safe in this space so I'm not going to listen to that like I don't feel comfortable listening to this so I think the idea of like those sacred yeses and no's like can sometimes be harder for people to understand what that is or to get to a point where they can feel that right so that's why I wanted to talk about like a different way to understand how your intuition works so that it can be easier for you to listen and honor and acknowledge it and, and work with it and allow it to, like, come out more in a way that your body is naturally built instead of, like, oh, I just tried this and then you try it and you're like, that's not freaking working for me, right? Like, if you're using, um, that's why, like, human design is going to be the main example for this one that I got the downline for. But, like, if you're using a system that you're, that acknowledges your Personal natural flow and rhythm, it's already going to be easier for you than trying to learn a system that worked for somebody else to see if it would work for you. And again, there's no shame in that. There's nothing wrong with that. I just personally think like I'd rather teach people, you know, stuff that. Will work quicker for them. Will be easier for them. Will be more relatable for them. So we we are going to talk about other things for sure. But I always like to make everything that I teach to, um, as like modular as possible. Where it's like, try it this way or try it this way or it's open ended. Try it in a way that feels good to you. Okay, so basically, like before I talk about this download, I want to go over um, human design a little bit. Just in case anybody's like, what the F is that? I've never heard of human design. Um, I'm not going to be going into detail because human design, like astrology, is very large and expansive. And I, like I said, I'm not an expert. I know enough because I've had two human design readings about my chart and about like some general, like the basics, because I follow a bunch of different people that talk about human design. Um, But I feel like there needs to be at least a general understanding of what it is in order to employ this thing. Or it would be easier to employ it if you had a general understanding of this. So anyways, um, and so in human design, what is human design? Human design is a system that, like astrology, takes your birth, time, place, uh, you, you know, all that, the same information that you would use to, you know, look up your natal chart in astrology, and they map that over their own system that takes into account the alignment of the planets and the stars, the time that you were born, and from your alleged conception, so nine months earlier. And then they create this chart that basically maps how the energy... In your body works and how you work like as a human how you were designed right energetically so human design there is four main types and one subtype and they call them aura types um so like if you've heard of an aura that's like the energy that's kind of like around you a lot of people read like the color of auras and stuff and so they the aura type and the, the human design type that you are kind of like defines like how your aura works naturally So there's generators and the subtype is manifesting generators that go together. They make up the large percentage of the world Um, of people in the world are generators or manifesting generators. Then there's manifestors, then there's projectors, and then there's reflectors. And reflectors are like the most rare. There's only like 1% of the population is reflectors. Um, And shout out to my boyfriend. He's a reflector. Um, So. That is just, like, it's a little bit, like, those terms are a little bit self-explanatory. So, like, explanatory. So, a a generator, like, we generate energy. We have, like, an unlimited, like, tap to nature's energy. And we draw from that. And we're, like, consistently generating energy. So, the reason why most of the population is generators is, like, we provide energy for the human, like, race. Like, we... Energize the world in a way, right? Um, manifestors like we manifest. Th- I'm saying we. I'm not a manifestor, right? I'm like we manifest things. Um, like their job is to take things, ideas, m- and make them into reality. Um, manifesting generators they kind of work as like a little hybrid. They're more similar to generators, but they have a piece that allows them to have a manifesting element, um, so they can do a little bit of both. Um, and then projectors, they kind of like, they're kind of like, I see them as like the, um, the Dumbledores of the world. Like they're, they guide people. They know how to guide the other human design types. Um, they can see like the bigger picture and help them get to where they want to go. And then reflectors are like completely open. They're like mirrors. They mirror the energy, um, that they're like, observing from their environment and from people around them back to those people. And they, they're, they take a long time to understand things. They have like long processing cycles because they're completely open energetically in their body systems. So they have to like observe and understand over time how energy works for them. Um, So, you know, like reflectors are cool because they can mirror your shit back to you. That's basically like, <laughs> That's basically what they can do. Um, So within your design type, each design type has a strategy. Um, And so the strategy is kind of like there. And I'm not explaining everything. I'm only explaining the parts that are relevant to this download that I got. Just so you know, I'm not going to go through everything. (laughs) So I'm leaving out a bunch of stuff. (laughs) But when you look up, you can go to, um, if you're like, well, I want to look this up. Wait, wait, wait. There's a website and I'll put it in the show notes. It's called Jovian Archive, J-O-V-I-A-N Archive. If you Google it, you can go and then you put in your information and you can get the free like human design chart. It's like a PDF or something that you could download. And it says on there, a lot of it, you'll be like, what the F is this? It's like a graph of like the human body. Um, and on the bottom, there'll be like words that'll say like your design type is generator, like your, um, profile is this. And then it'll say like your strategy and your, um, uh, your authority type. So those are the ones that are kind of like important. Um, the strategy is the main one that I'm going to be focusing on. And so each human design type has a specific strategy. So it's not like different for like, there's millions of different, permutations and possibilities um there's there's strategies that go with each human design type and so that's kind of like what I'm going to be focusing on so a strategy is kind of like as my human design type knowing how my design works um overall not looking at like all the little nuances that make up me uniquely um I have a strategy of my body is built to uphold this Kind of strategy when making decisions, when understanding where to pivot, um, I naturally will have this strategy. So for me, being a manifesting generator, my strategy is to respond. So as a manifesting generator, I am kind of like a planet with an orbit. And so I'm generating energy, and my orbit pulls things in. To me pulls opportunities pulls people pulls thing ideas into me and my strategy is to respond so I don't um like generators right we don't manifest things like a manifester creates re- like births things into reality and then like goes on with it generators and manifesting generators we wait for things to come to us and then we choose if we want to respond to them or not right like, somebody's like, Do you want to eat this pizza or this hamburger? And then you choose, after you've been given your choice, what you want to respond to, what feels better for you and your body. And so, with opportunities, it's like we're supposed to wait until these opportunities are presented to us. We're not supposed to go out and get them and create them. Like, and I'm not saying don't live your life by like, don't create things, just wait for things to come to you. I'm saying just like naturally how our body responds to things, right? Um, so, like, if somebody's like, Oh, I know. Like, someone who would love to work with you, like, do you want me to give them your number or whatever? You know, like, then that's the opportunities there. And then I can choose how it feels in my body. Like, no, actually, I'm booked right now. That's how I would respond. Or it's like, no, um, or yes, please send them over. You know, like, so that's our strategy, right? So um, I'm going to go over the rest of the. I was trying to decide what order I wanted to do this in. I'm going to go over the download first. (laughs) I'm like, no, no, the way I wrote it makes sense. So I'm going to go over the download that I got. And then I'm going to describe the other human design types and the other ways that you can interact with your own intuitive signature, right? So basically for my download that I got, um, I knew these basic things about about myself. My strategy was to respond and my authority was emotional authority. So I know that like... I would get excited about things really easily. Um, I'm like an emotionally driven person. Like it's not logical. It needs to be like a feeling, a gut feeling for me and my body. That's how generators work um, and most manifesting generators, not all. And so I knew this about myself, but I never realized until my guides pointed it out to me. That you can apply this to how your intuition works, right? Like, instead of trying to connect intuitively with other ways that we've learned from other people, let's use the way that our body is like designed to work, right? So, I I have been doing this and they pointed that out to me and it made so much sense. So, I, if you're a generator or a manifesting generator, let me know, like, if <laughs> you do this too and if it worked, like, if now you're like, oh my God, I just realized I've been doing this the entire time. So, what whenever I have, like, a question about something, like, I'm like, what was that, like, actor's name again? Or, like, what's that song called? Um, Or, you know, when we're having, like, intuitive questions, like, should I, like, create this product? You know, like, am I making the right choice with this person? Um, One thing that I end up, that I do a lot, and I wasn't aware that I was doing this, um, is that I will literally ask the question out loud to myself or whoever is near me, right? So if, like, you can't remember the name of, like, some band or whatever, and I'll literally turn and ask to my boyfriend, like, oh, what's the name of that one band, that blah, blah, blah. And then before my boyfriend would even have the chance to answer, I would intuitively hear the answer. Um, and so they pointed this out to me that what I was doing was creating an opportunity for my body to, and my intuition to respond to. So by merely asking out loud, I was kind of creating like a pseudo external like opportunity. I was facing I was asking my intuition the question so that it had the chance to respond with an answer. And so when they showed that to me, I was like, oh, so if I want to give my intuition more ways to respond, right, because learning that my natural design is to respond to things, um, then all I have to do is ask it out loud. And I will say, like, asking in your head does not give the same response because asking in your head, I feel like for me... It allows my ego to respond, or my other like fears to respond. If I ask it out loud, then I'll hear that quiet answer, and then I need to like trust it. And this may has happened may have happened to you before. Like I was saying, if you're a generator, a manifesting generator, like maybe somebody else in the room asks blah, 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 blah. And then you hear this answer, but you don't trust that you're right. Like when I was in college, this would happen to me all the time. The teacher would ask like, "Who, who did this painting? And then I would hear the answer, but I would be afraid that I was wrong. And so I wouldn't say it. And then I would be right, right? Like that was my intuition responding to the question. So you can take this And you can kind of like maximize this as a new way to work with your intuition. So if it feels hard for you to know if it's a yes or a no for you, if it feels hard for you to hear your intuition, however, you know, maybe some people don't have like the clear audience. They have like a different way that they hear, you know, you feel it or you see it or whatever, right? I'm just using here as like a blanket term. But, like, if it's hard for you to hear it or know when it's speaking up, like, this is a way that you can create more of that. So, an example, an easy example of this would be to, like, have somebody ask you questions. So, one thing that we do in our household, like, my boyfriend, he is not, like, he usually doesn't have, like, a lot of opinions on what we should eat. Um, And he isn't like a natural like cook like I am. So he, he usually doesn't have like a lot of ideas on what we could make, right? So he'll ask me like, what do you want to eat? And because I know that my strategy is to respond, that means I will work better if I'm given yes or no questions or specific options instead of an open-ended question like, what do you want to eat? There's so many options, I will get overwhelmed. So in this household, I'm like, give me options. And it doesn't need to be that the options are the ones that you pick. It's just that when you start hearing options, then your body and your intuition have the opportunity to respond with either a yes or no, and that can help narrow it down. So he'll like start listing things off. Pizza, hamburger, hot dog, blah, blah, blah. I know I'm like picking like the most basic like food types. We don't eat that all the time in this household, but what I'm saying is like, as it's going, I'm like, no, I don't want pizza. And then I'll know when, once I hear the question, I don't want pizza because I'm not feeling like something greasy right now. So then I know all the greasy foods are off the table. It's like, do you want hamburger? It's like, you know, what sounds really good about the hamburger is the lettuce. So maybe I want like greens right now. Right. So it helps your intuition and your body and your energy to, get like kick-started by asking like yes or no questions or giving specific options, right? So you can practice this, like, do I want to eat this or this right now? And you can hear the answer. And for generators and some manifesting generators, you'll have that sacral like gut response. Like for me, like if I, if I visualize like the food that I want the one when I look at the one that I'm visualizing that my body wants my my intuition speaks up about I'll literally go like mmm right like that's like the sacral that's like the gut response your body's like mmm that's a yes for me like that sound it's it's there it's unavoidable right like when you eat your food and taste good you're like mmm that's the sacral saying like this is delicious right So that's another way that it can respond to you. If you're like, I can't hear things or I have trouble with this. So knowing how your body works, and understanding that those are actual like signs of intuition, that's like your intuition speaking to you, right? So now that you can practice, like, you can practice with smaller things like food or deciding where to go or, like, what what you want, like, sometimes I'll ask, like, do I want to read right now or do I want to play video games right now? Do I want to watch TV right now? Like, giving myself options, right? Um, now that you're practicing with, like, more mundane things and it's starting, you'll start to see for the generators and manifesting generators how your body is responding to these things You can then take this and apply it to intuitive like problems or decisions that you need to make. So, if you're like, should I invest in this like mentor or whatever, right? You can envision the like the investing or the person or whatever. See if your body has like a yes, like a response. See if like ask out loud, should I invest in this? And see if your intuition responds to you, right? Give it those opportunities to respond to you um, and, you know, maybe breaking it down into smaller yes or no questions. If that's still feeling like I'm not sure which is right, break down the program, ask what you're wanting to look for. So, like, you can, like do i whatever let's say the program is like learn how to do math or something right like i'm going to make it something really simple and it's like do i need to learn how to do math right now like my intuition is like no you already know math why would you pay somebody to teach you math right so you can ask it in those types of questions that break it down and give you your answers so you don't feel so overwhelmed and confused um and i will say if you're an emotional authority as a generator or a manifesting generator You'll likely have to give it some time because emotional authority people get really excited in the moment, and we want to say yes to everything. So that's also something to be aware of. So that's why I said the authority is also involved in this. So understanding what your authority is. So um, if you have some people have a sacral authority, so you'll hear the mmm, you'll you'll know it in your gut, you'll get a feeling in your gut or a sound coming from your gut um if you have the emotional authority we can get like really hyped like if somebody's like super hyped that makes us hyped like that's how i am i have an emotional authority um so if i have that then i know i can't just be like yes right now everything is a yes oh my god i'm so excited i'm like super high right now like um, emotionally right so you'll likely need to revisit it when you're not in such like a energized state To know truly what the answer is so for generators and manifesting generators it's about waiting like we said waiting to respond so it's like not only are we giving our intuition um opportunities in the moment with questions and options but we're also allowing for it to respond to us if we're not really sure right now because we're feeling super low energy or super high energy then we can wait for it to give us a response so you could even ask your intuition like um can you like i'm or like stated out loud like i'm going to remain open to allowing this response to come to me when you're ready can you please let me know and answer when you are ready when i'm not so excited about this opportunity or i'm not so sad about something right now right so that's different ways that we can start to work with our intuition that works with our actual way our body was designed um for man- for manifesting generators and generators So I'm going to take a break. And then when I come back, we're going to talk about the other three human design types and how you can like work with your intuition and your strategy for responding. And then at the end, we're going to talk about some other tips I have for like different ways to work with your intuition. Okay, so we're back. And so now we're going to cover um, projectors. So for projectors, your strategy will be to wait for an invitation, right? So projectors, because you see the world, like, from this, like, omnipotent, like, larger, grander scale um, point of view, you might have, like, this need to just, like, be like, oh, I see where you're making the mistake here, or, like, oh, I could totally see how you can maximize the system here, but for projectors... Your strategy is to wait for an invitation, right? And your authority you there's like there's like a not self and a self theme. and so like your not self is when you're feeling bitter. right? And your self theme is when you're um, creating success. So you have to wait for invitations that invite you to find success. And so knowing that about yourself, like you will allow, you can work with your intuition to know, does this feel like it will be a successful opportunity for me or am I getting bitter about this because maybe they're not listening to me, I'm trying to force it and they're not ready to hear it, right? So with your strategy to wait for an invitation, what I intuitively got was to work with your uh, intuition around this is that you can create. A visual invitation or a hypothetical invitation for your intuition to respond to to see how it's feeling about this opportunity, right? If it feels like you're going to be successful or not, or it's going to be a successful venture or not, right? And this doesn't necessarily mean like business, right? Success can be like, if I buy this bicycle, will I be successful? It's like, no, actually, you're. You're buying it for all the wrong reasons. You're not going to really like it and have connect with it and have a good time. You're just buying it because other people are buying it, right? Like so there's there's different ways that we can be successful. So I just want to like put that out there. But basically, intuitively, what I heard for projectors was like, create like make it into kind of like a fun thing like, do a visualization and we'll stay. again, the first example will be simple, like the burger or the pizza. Which one do I want to eat? So if you're practicing on working with your intuition, working this on this um, new way maybe to connect with your intuition, giving it more of a, a space to speak up. And I will say I also read for projectors your authority is usually like in your spleen and they said like a good way to build that connection so like your intuition will speak from your spleen so it's like they said um having a healthy like balanced body um like wellness wise like physically well um will make it a lot easier to connect with your spleen um and also to that the spleen speaks very quietly and it usually only speaks like once So this is important for you to know what that answer is when it's ready to speak up for you, right? Um, Especially because it's like you wait for the invitation and then the answer, right? And then maybe you miss the answer because you're so concerned with looking for the invitation or something, right? Like we never know. (laughs) But um, I'm not like a projector, so I have no idea how this feels in your body. But intuitively, you can visualize a pizza and a burger in front of you And maybe, like, visualize, like, a waiter that is inviting you to eat, like, literally, I invite you to eat this burger. Would you like to eat this burger? And see, like, if it's a yes or a no. Or maybe you visualize, like, a physical, like, invitation, like, an email invitation or a paper, like, wedding invitation or something. See if that invitation, when you read it, you know, see what your RSVP answer is in the visualization. So it can, you can impl- apply this to anything, right? Like, I invite you to buy a house, like, or move out of your apartment. Is that feeling good for me, right? Um. So making it into an invitation, like, maybe you write down on a piece of paper, like, you know, when we're kids, it's like, circle yes if you like me, circle no if you don't, or if you think I'm ugly or whatever. Maybe you do that, and then you allow... Your close your eyes, allow your in, in, intuition to respond to that invitation, right? Um, and the other thing that I got intuitively for you was like the spleen, so like connecting more with your spleen, visualizing your spleen, um, allowing it to speak to you. So, this might be a little bit like not everybody, like, I'm super like um my intuition is like super visual if I choose for it to be <laughs> um so I just need to visualize the spleen and really it's about tapping into the energy of your spleen and then you will be able to see it or feel it or whatever like you don't need to actually like if you're like oh, it's hard for me to visualize that's fine um call it in and feel its energy uh, listen to it and just have that connection with it so that you can create that rapport so it can speak up to you in in a decision so like maybe it was hard for you to hear the answer during the time because other stuff was going on but you take some time to meditate and to speak with your spleen to revisit it and to like ask it again for the answer um or maybe you like feel what the answer is from it or whatever right so your strategy is about the invitation so listening and creating listening to when that response when the RSVP comes in um, making sure, you know, okay, so sorry, I'm botching this. Okay, so your strategy <laughs> is to wait for an invitation, right? And so you want to see if it feels successful for you, if it's gonna if this invitation is gonna feel successful for you. Um, listening to what the RSVP answer is once you get that invitation, um, and l- making sure you're creating opportunities for your intuition to respond to that invitation. So I think it's cool because like, obviously we're still, and in these examples, what I'm using this for is just a way for you to connect more with your intuition. So it's not, I'm not saying like, do everything in your life like this. I'm saying like, this is an opportunity that you can use to help build the relationship with your intuition, to help build like the familiarity with how it listens so that you can trust it and, and understand it more and listen to it more in like bigger situations, Um, obviously for these types of things, it's like not the, the world is not going to work like this every single time. There's still going to be like legitimate invitations that come through, but you are like practicing, listening to your intuition in the way that you were designed. So now when these legitimate invitations come through, you're kind of like understanding how your body works and how it processes these so that you can listen to your intuition when it's ready to speak up and give you that answer. Right. So that's kind of like what this is. It's like, I view everything as kind of like a practice. Like, we have to keep practicing, and I'm a three fifths manifesting generator. So, like, I learn by doing. So, I can't like prepare or like learn from somebody else. I have to practice, I learn in the journey and the practice. So, that's why I teach things like this. Um, okay. So, next would be manifestors. So, your strategy is to inform. So, for manifestors, you have an idea and then you birth that idea into reality. Like, you're taking ideas from the ether from the astral, wherever you believe. And you're literally like, I visualize it as like taking a hand that reaches into the ether, like breaks through that barrier and pulls that idea out into the world that we live in, right? So that's what you're doing. So your strategy is to inform. So you're not asking for permission. You're not waiting for invitations. You're not waiting for opportunities to respond to, right? Like you're informing people, your environment, yourself, the world that you're doing this thing. Like, so for you, it's important to have that faith that you, whatever your intuition is attracted to or drawn to or is giving you ideas for or is drawing your attention to or whatever. You're like, oh, you know, that'd be a cool idea. Like any of that kind of stuff. Like you need to trust that and to then like have that deep deep trust that I know that this is important and I'm going to bring this into the world right like I'm informing people that it's happening I'm not doubting myself or any of that and so usually like the self and not self it's like your your self theme is like peace so your your goal is like to create peace and the not self like how you would feel like um the opposite of that is angry right so when you're thinking about this idea that you want to bring into the world or you've have this thing that you want to manifest, like, is it creating peace in your world or is it making you feel angry, right? So that's going to help you to feel, to understand, like, if you're listening fully to your intuition or you're kind of like, oh, I don't know, like, I'm getting frustrated, I'm getting angry about this, like, this is not working, like, no, like, "Ah," that's definitely, like, not listening fully to your intuition to make sure you're informing and Create, um, responding to the right decisions, right? Or the creating the right things in this world. Um, and I know I'm talking a lot about like, you're a manifestor, so you create ideas. Like this doesn't need to be only for like businesses or for like physical things that you're buying or creating, right? Like manifestors, like it's good to think about you manifesting things and you're informing like maybe you decide like I want to start dressing like um a James Bond like villain or something right so your strategy is to inform so you just start doing it. Like, you tell people, like, I'm going to be a freaking James Bond villain. Like, I'm not asking for permission. I'm just putting, pushing this out there into the world, right? And then you just start doing it. So you're informing yourself by dressing up like it. You're informing others by being it and maybe talking about it, right? So it's, like, that's a way to manifest your feelings, your vision, whatever it is, like, into the world that's not necessarily, like, creating something, right? Um, So... Don't get, like, too caught up into what this is, right? So intuitively what I got for, like, what you can do to connect more with your intuition is to create an in-depth visual, like, a visualization where you're informing people of your decision and see how your intuition responds. Like, how I was saying, is it peaceful or is it angry, right? So you're like, yeah, so this, like, let's say you get, like, seven ideas and you're like, I don't know which one to do. Like, ah, visualize yourself Informing the world about this idea. Maybe you shared it on social media. Maybe you had a conversation. Maybe you just like dropped that on your website, whatever it is that the idea is. And see how your body intuitively reacts to that. See how you in this visualization respond. Are you like, oh, this is so annoying? Like there's all this turbulence and like it was not well received. Or I felt very like weird in my body about this. Or was it like, oh, yes, I feel peaceful because I did something that. I was intuitively drawn to and it feels right in my body. It feels like I'm creating like things that belong in this world. And there's like a piece to that of knowing like this belongs here in the world now. Right. So like seeing how your intuition responds with each of those um, decisions that you're informing people about. Right. Um, Instead of like posing questions, um, oh, is this right? Oh, should I pivot here? It's about like allowing, creating space to allow your intuition to tell you where it's being pulled to, to draw these things into the real world. So kind of similar to the projector, another thing you can do is to create that process with your intuition to literally say, speak to it out loud. Like I am committed to staying completely open to my intuition. To like communicate with me when it is ready to bring something into the real world and when it is something that I should actually respond to. Right. So this is, this happens like for me as a manifesting generator, cause I have the manifestor piece. I have a lot of ideas, but I have to know which one my body wants to respond to. Right. And I think sometimes, um, for people who are like creating a lot of ideas and things in the world, we get a lot of like intuitive downloads, especially for like creative people in general. You get a lot of ideas. Oh, that would be cool to do this. Oh, that would be cool. Oh, oh, oh. Like, and then we feel like we need to commit to all of those things. You don't, you don't need to commit to all of them. Like basically the way that I see it is like in the astral or in the ether, all of these ideas and things are always existing. And then we're kind of like being aware, like we're being like pinged by them. Like one of them floats close enough to our consciousness that we're able to be like, oh, that would be a cool idea, you know? And so then it is our decision to, like, to make it or not. And I think that because we're in, like, productivity culture, capitalism culture, we think, like, I need to make every single idea that I am, like, comes into my brain that I am, like, being drawn, that is being drawn towards me. And sometimes, like, the, and that's not the case. Like, so you get to choose, right? So for manifesting generators and manifestor, er, and generators, we decide when to respond. We have to wait until our body's like, yes, this is a yes for us. We want to do this, right? For projectors, you have to wait for the invitation. Like you might be seeing all of these ideas and all of these things, but you have to wait for somebody to say, I want to work with you, or the invitation to come to you to start working on this, right? Um for manifestors, like you might have a lot of these ideas, but You don't need to do all of them because some of them might make you feel like angry, that not self theme. So it's about like allowing your intuition to inform you when this is something that you truly deeply align with and you want to bring it into the world. Or if it's just like a cool idea and you're like, yeah, like, cool, I'm going to do every idea that comes into my mind or try to you don't want that. Like you want it to feel peaceful in your body. You want it to feel like, I don't know, this idea of feeling right. I don't, it's hard to describe it, but you know what I mean where it's like when something just feels right, it's like at peace. So like for me, an example of this is like um, the first um, retreat that I decided to join. Um, it was scary for me because it was very expensive and I had the money to do it because I was working my nine to five job and I was trying to like get my business going. Right. And so I wanted to go on this retreat. It was like four grand. And I was like, oh my God, I've never spent like this much money on something except for like a car, right? Like I had never spent something that much money on like me as an experience on something that I deeply wanted to do. So in my body, it felt like a lot of fear because I was working, like pushing past like the fear of change, the fear of growth, the fear of spending money, the fear of worthiness, like all of this stuff. But there was this When I had the, when it was like getting to the point of like, okay, now I need to make the decision, do I want to say I'm in or I'm out? There was this kind of just like, I'm so, my body is physically having a lot of triggers and trauma responses right now around this. But when I felt intuitively into it, there was a peace. There was just like quiet, like peaceful, like well. There was no, no, don't do it. There was no, yes, do it. It was just quietness. It was peacefulness. And I knew that. Because I had experienced that a few times before in my life, intuitively, for smaller things, like when I lost an item and then my mom was like, you're never going to find this. And I had this peacefulness and then that to me meant I know I'm going to get it back. So like understanding like how that right feeling, how that peacefulness feeling feels within you, that's your intuition. Your intuitions are never going to be like, no, uh, you know, like it'll usually be like, nah, that's not going to work. Or yes, that will work. Or sometimes it can be like, just this there's no negative no anything that's saying don't do it holding me back it feels right it just feels peaceful it feels like not worried it feels any of those types of feelings and that can be your your response right so that's kind of how I keep seeing intuitively like what this idea of like creating peace in your life for manifestors feels like okay so for reflectors Oh my god. I know a lot about reflectors cuz like I said my boyfriend is a reflector and like for me an emotional authority with an Aries moon and a Sagittarius rising like fire fire energy. Like it is so frustrating for me because the reflector strategy is to wait a full lunar cycle, like literally a whole month. And like for me, I'm like everything needs to be right the fuck now. <laughs> so I've had to learn more about my boyfriend so that I can give him the space that he needs for the way that his body works, right? Instead of being like, why can't you just make these decisions right away? What the fuck? Like, so, anyways, <laughs> um, waiting a lunar cycle. And I have done some like classes and things around this. And um, I've learned for reflectors, like, if you don't have a full lunar cycle to make the decision, that is okay. But it is about, Uh, waiting a period of time and then getting your answer so it's kind of like if you wait a full lunar cycle that is the best case scenario but if you do like a week two weeks a couple of days like that's still better than like just making an instantaneous decision right so for reflectors with that kind of strategy theirs is a little bit different than everybody else's right because the way that they work is by absorbing, like they're they're like a completely open energetic space and their body absorbs what's going on in their environment over time and then can make decisions based off of what they've observed. So the way that their intuition works and the way that you can connect with your intuition if you're a reflector um, is to take note of these feelings on a regular basis. So in an example, like let's say you're not waiting a whole lunar cycle, you're waiting a week check in with yourself multiple times a day like maybe have like a little notebook and write um like write down your answers like for 7 you make a little table 7 days long and there's three little boxes going down that's like the three times during the day that you're ch- you're checking in what you're trying to do is your intuition is going to have different answers at different times of the day based off of the energy that is around you so what you're now doing is instead of creating a decision based off of like how you're emotionally feeling like a, like a generator or a manifesting generator. Instead, you're creating a decision based off of um, kind of like, it's kind of like mathematics, based off of a majority of how you're feeling over time. So let's say you check in three times a day. What I mean by this is like, if you have a decision to make, so you could be like, okay, do I want, is this a yes or a no for me? Am I feeling like I want to invest, let's say like a retreat? Am I feeling like I want to invest in this retreat? You check in in the morning, it's a yes. You check in the new, in the afternoon, still a yes. Check in the night, it's a no. And you do that for seven days. And then at the end, you tally up how many yeses and how many no's there were over time. And that's your answer. Like generally the majority of this was a yes. So that means it's a yes for me, right? I like to think of it as like, Waiting for that bar to fill up all the way on like the download bar on like a computer. You don't want to try and rush your system and put like pressure on your system for immediacy for needing an answer right away for not knowing the answer at the time that you are wanting to get it. Especially in our capitalistic society, there's a sense of urgency, there's immediacy, right? So allowing creating systems that allow yourself. Space and time to understand, like, kind of like a graph over time. How did I feel about this? What was my response to this over time? And then kind of like tallying that up. So that's going to be like the best way for reflectors to tap in with their intuition. And like I said, maybe you don't have a lot of time to make a decision. So check in like once an hour for the day. If you only have a day to make a decision and see what it is. Like, give, your, give yourself, like, um, opportunities to respond um, instead of, like, I need an immediate answer. Give yourself, like, multiple opportunities to write down and then, like, tally it up. Um, so it's about, like, creating spaciousness so you're not putting pressure um, while you're, like, filtering through and observing how the world works, right? So hopefully those like, made sense to you. Um, Like I said, I'm not a human design expert, but I did intuitively tap in to see, like, what are ways that people can, like, connect with their design and how they are as a human. And so these aren't, like, the only ways you can connect to your intuition, right? So I think it would be cool to, like, work these in some ways for some things or like meld it with practices maybe that you already do that already work for you, right? So I always talk about this. The best way you're going to reconnect with your intuition if it's hard for you is to heal. Like healing is the easiest way to reconnect with your intuition because I do long-term inner child healing with my clients, which I'm accepting new clients if you're interested. <laughs> um, I can put that in the link in bio. Um And they come to me to work, to heal, to feel better, to feel self-acceptance, to not hold on to bitterness, to release trauma, right? And over the course of us working together, their intuition like starts like amplifying. They're like, what the, like, I'm starting to see my grandpa, like I'm smelling things, like their intuition becomes stronger, right? And it's because when we hold on to trauma and we create these programs around it, Like I was explaining for my personal story, my trauma that I grew up in, the experience that I grew up in told me to not listen to my intuition. So intuitively, like I'm trying this new thing where I'm like explaining how I view things because I think like the way that I visualize things really quickly is really cool Um, and it helps other people understand me more. But like I see it as like your body is holding on to all of these things. And when you alchemize them or heal from them or release them, it frees up space in your body. And your intuition works the best when there's a lot of free space for it to flow through and connect all of the energetic channels in your body together so that you can work together as like a quote-unquote well-rounded energetic machine, right? Like if you have blocks that are are like, you know, like a rock in the middle of the road, like a like the the bridge is broken. It's harder for it to cross that threshold. It's harder for it to connect and to flow completely through, right? That's why we do like regular energetic cleansing and rituals and things to help clean out these, like um, that's another way to connect with your intuition more. So regularly cleanse your energy and your body and have a ritual or practice around that so that You you know, that's like for more daily things that may build up or weekly things that may build up or whatever. But for traumas, sometimes like we're doing that regular cleansing and it's not feeling like we're energetically having that flow in our body of like open channels. And that's because we might have like a deeper trauma that's standing in the way there. And usually the deeper traumas are going to be more like prevalent because. If I experience like a huge trauma that taught me, don't listen to yourself, don't trust yourself, like that's going to be louder than like the few daily things that can be easily cleansed out. Right. So, I like I always say like you're that's going to be your best bet is to do deeper healing that's going to bring your intuition online more because I realized I got this other download like that was saying like there's a lot of people that take all these courses like I took a bunch of different courses like for mentorship and stuff and I'm seeing all these other people that were in the courses with me like doing so well in their business and like just speed speedily like amplifying and it's not like out of jealousy but it's kind of like well I feel like i took everything to heart, like what's going on for me. And it's like, if that's kind of like where you're feeling like I didn't get that, like, whoa, okay, now I get it. I'm gonna amplify everything in my business. Or I totally understand it and I'm like a different like person, quantum leaping here. It may be because there's still like trauma or things that need to be healed, right? Sometimes it's not as easy for us to just be like, boom, now I get it. Sometimes we have to do the deeper stuff, you know, like the the people like who listen to this podcast like our rebel witches and things like we have that harder task of taking on that healing, um, likely for the first time in our family. So there's a lot that is associated with that. So that's going to be your best way to unlock your intuition and to have a regular energetic cleaning practice. I have a course online. It's two hours. It's called Master Your Energy, but it teaches you how to ground, amplify um protect and cleanse your energy for like psychic and intuitive stuff. And they have like tons of different ways to do it. It's very like friendly, like if you're not visualization heavy, if you're not this heavy, if you don't want to use any tools, like it's all there. Um, so there's that as well. Um, and I was going to talk about more things, but I feel like that's a good place to like leave it. Um, I'm going to be talking about mundane magic um, in the patron exclusive episode. So there will probably be like some other ways that you can connect with your intuition in there. I'm already like kind of feeling that. Um, but this was a really cool episode, like concept. Let me know how you guys are feeling with this or how you all, not guys, how you all are feeling about this, how it landed for you. Um, I think it's, always fun to find new ways to connect to our intuition because it's really about showing people like it can literally be anything. You don't have to follow any rules or any way that it works. So until next time, everyone, bye. Oh, thank you all for leaving reviews on Apple (laughs) and Spotify. Um, And I forgot to welcome our newest patron, Emily. And then we have Emma um the next episode i will make sure to do it at the top of the episode so i apologize for that but bye everyone if you love witchy and weird podcasts support us by donating monthly for as little as 99 cents at anchor.fm slash witchy and weird slash support you can cancel at any time and 100 percent of the proceeds go directly to the pod or if you don't want to commit to a monthly donation Buy Amanda a coffee at ko fi.com slash wishy and weird to help fuel them while they record, edit, create, and upload content for the podcast. And if you're feeling extra generous, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and tell your witchy and weird friends about us too. Bye!